It's time for a bedtime story. Today's bedtime story is My Daddy is a Monster by Natalie Reeves Billing. My daddy is a monster. An inquisitive little boy is convinced his dad is a monster. But is he really? When we look through his daddy's eyes, we see a very different story. My Daddy is a Monster by Natalie Reeves Billing and illustrated by Lisa Williams. My daddy's a monster, but no one can see. And nobody knows but my sister and me. We told mum, but she said she already knew. We've always suspected that mum is one too. No one else knows because monsters can hide. And lots of dads have monsters hidden inside. Would you like to know how children can tell if their daddykins is a monster as well? Just before daybreak, I hear a big noise. My dad is outside and he's breaking my toys. That tower had taken a whole day to make, but only a second for daddy to break. My daddy can't wait to get us to school. He drives a big truck and he thinks that he's cool. He straps us in tight so we can't touch his seats and he stopped us from laughing and eating our sweets. When dad makes the dinner, it's no iPad time. The boss of our country should make that a crime. But here is dad's phone. It's got games and all sorts. I find some nice pictures of dad in his shorts. Dad gives us something disgusting for dinner. I think it's because he's been trying to get thinner. For who'd want to eat a potato in skin? And carrots are best when they're chucked in the bin. He drags us to watch muddy men kick a ball. Though my sister and I have no interest at all. We can't play our games. We have nothing to eat. And my bum is so cold on this hard plastic seat. But then, when he puts me to bed in the night, ruffles my hair just to check I'm all right. He tells me nice things that I'm clever and tall. And then I wonder if my dad's a monster at all. Now, as we know, there are always two sides to every story. I'm sure you've heard that said before. So wouldn't it be interesting if we flip our book and see what Daddy has to say about all those things that we've just heard? Let's have a look what Daddy thinks. My Kids Are Monsters by Natalie Reeves Billing Illustrated by Lisa Williams My children are monsters that no one can see and nobody knows except Mummy and me. I told Gran, but she said she already knew. 
but I've always suspected that she's monstrous too. No one else knows, because monsters can hide. And even sweet children have monsters inside. Do you know how worried daddies can tell if their little angels are monsters as well? I get up real early to warm up the house and creep past their bedrooms as quiet as a mouse. A pain in my foot makes me scream, makes me snort, but they only care that I've broken their fort. At school time, I hurry them into the truck. They fidget and fight and the seatbelts get stuck. I see my son chewing, but what's there to eat? He found an old crisp down the back of his seat. I'm making the dinner. The kids are alone. I don't even notice they've stolen my phone. I get loads of calls from my uncles and aunts to tell me they love my new Valentine's pants. I lay out the table with potatoes and ham. Though my son wants pizza, my daughter wants jam. I've also made carrots and warm chicken strips, but my son prefers noodles. My daughter likes chips. We go to the game to see Honeywell score, like my father, my gramps, and his father before. They grumble and say that there's nothing to do. She's hungry and cold, and my son needs a poo. But when I look in on them every night and ruffle their fur just to check they're all right, I see them both smiling, so peaceful and small. Then I wonder if my kids are monstrous at all. So that was My Daddy is a Monster by Natalie Reeves Billing. And Natalie joins us today. So welcome, Natalie. Thank you for having me. I love these monster stories. So where did the idea come from? Well, I'd always wanted to write. I'm a spooky person by nature. (laughs) (laughs) I love things about uh, ghosts and, you know, creatures of the night and things like that. So monsters was a good theme for me. But the perspective thing is something I'm quite interested in. I believe so much of as writing, that writing is a tool for catharsis and healing and I thought if I could find a way to implement that in a children's book what a great thing that would be. Definitely definitely so tell us about the presentation of the books and how they split because they're really beautiful and I know our listeners can't actually see the book but they flip over don't they they're lovely so expand on that for us. Okay so the idea is that um, it literally is two sides to a story So you get to see the child's perspective about certain relatable everyday dramas. And when you get to the middle section of the book, it asks you to close your book and give it a flip. So we're literally turning the story on its head. I love that. I I love that. Yeah, I love the idea of, you know, uh, finding a way to demonstrate that with an action. Yeah, Uh, brilliant. And then looking at it then from the parent's point of view, which is actually the funniest part is first you're going through relatable things, which would, I suppose, mean something to the children. But when they see it from the other side, that's when the whole family can have a good laugh, when they yeah. compare one to the other. 
it's like the Peppa Pig stories, isn't it? I mean, I swear they're written for parents. They're hilarious, aren't they? They really do tune into the adult world. It's just brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love that relatability. It's really, really good. So you've referred to your books previously as an active read. So what do you mean by that? What I mean is, um, especially in this day and age, and I'm guilty of it myself, is we have such limited time and we have to fit everything and everything in to get this idea of balance. Um, and so when it comes to reading time, sometimes I've found myself guilty of zoning out and yeah. just going through the motions, not really being present in the moment. And with this book, you can't do that because you have to answer your side of the story. Yeah. You have to be there for those questions and for the children to point at you and say, oh, yeah, you do that. And <laughs> yeah, it kind of opens up a debate. So it's active in the way that you cannot zone out. You have to be there. And so it is a moment of family time. Definitely. I guess taking it a step further, um, I've come up with an additional exercise that children can do. Um, I'm a big believer that if you make your stories come to life, you can really drive home the concepts and the ideas. So I've created paper crafts that go hand in hand with the stories so that the, oh, children, brilliant. Yeah, the children can make their own monsters. They can make their own monster masks so that they can read part of it as the child monster and then read the other part with their daddy monster or mummy monster mask. And so you can actually act out as a sort of living puppet show. Yeah. So that's how you bring your stories to life, really, isn't it? Yeah, I wanted them to go from being in the book to out of the book and they can get used to playing with the characters and learning about them and growing to love and care about them. And then when they read the story about characters that they've grown to love, that they've played with in the real world, I believe that would make a much stronger connection. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So you've also got a social enterprise as well. Can you tell us more about that? Yes, I opened up Split Perspectives in February, just as the world was closing down. Um, yeah. So we didn't get to put our first funding application in until um, now, actually, yeah. uh, when we're going to run a pilot project, which delivers boxes called Builder Boxes. So the, the logo is a little builder bug. And he, the Builder Boxes are a box of books and paper crafts. And families will be able to have this inexpensive but wholly creative experience of reading the books writing about the books in their own personalized notebooks and then making those characters and scenes oh, that's, from fantastic. That. that's brilliant what a great idea so where can where can our listeners buy the book and these obviously these creative packs as well where, where are they available for now they're on my store so from lollipoplodge.net and from there you can navigate to the store and so you can also buy the books there in paperback and hardback books but there are also free downloadable exercises as well. Fantastic. Oh, it's been such a pleasure talking with you today, Natalie. I look mm -hmm. forward to maybe looking out for further monster books and we wish you all the best for the future. Oh, thank you. You too. Bedtime Stories is sponsored by Team Author UK Independent Publishers. If you have a fabulous story to tell, get in touch as they excel at helping writers just like you. Visit their website at www.teamauthoruk.co.uk or on their social media platforms at Team Author UK.